Hello everybody and thank you for joining me for this new week. It is Monday of the new week. It is the week after the election here in the US. There is so much happening. In the US it was a weekend of celebration for half of uh, the country. But it was also a reminder that uh, half of this country was not celebratory over the changing of the presidency. So, if you are inside this country, then you know that it is a country divided. And if you are outside this country, you are well aware that this country is divided. We, um, we may have a little bit of a glimmer of hope on having somebody uh, in the highest position in the country with a um, moral compass, if you will, and a human, human, humane is the word, a humane side. And that is great and all, but there is still so much work to be done. Um, Just because there's somebody in the highest chair in the land doesn't mean that uh, it changes overnight. There are people needed still in communities on the ground helping to make sure that uh, changes are made every day it is good to have somebody who may align with your views in the white house but it doesn't mean things are going to instantly become better all right there's a lot of work to do so i hope you enjoyed your celebration i hope you had some fun if you were celebrating if you weren't celebrating I hope it's not because you were listening to some disinformation about how voting was rigged or all that. I hope it's uh, not that reason. I hope there was a specific policy that you were looking to help. But um, outside of that, a, uh, a vote in this case for the current president to remain is still one that wants this country divided that's what that means he's not the the moral compass and the humane leader we we need he is a divider and he does not care about um minorities and many uh women too and lgbtq and there's still some danger to come but you know, we take one victory at a time, and we'll move forward one step at a time. Alright, with that, I'll give you some big stories, and uh, of course, your positive stories, your self-help, self-care, positive step of the day, and of course, your quote. Thank you for joining me on this Monday. Let's get to it. My name, of course, is Elijah Manning, and you are listening to The Daily Optimist. The first news story is uh, from Pfizer today, all right? So Pfizer, just this morning, uh, released a report about their COVID-19 vaccine being 90% effective according to their uh, clinical results. So they had a study that involved uh, 43,538 volunteers, 42% of whom who had diverse backgrounds, 
and they gave them two injections uh, 21 days apart and it compared the number of cases among volunteers getting the vaccine with uh, a group that were injected with a um, you know a just a liquid a um, not a real vaccine uh, so they were able to really get into these results and uh, they found out, like I said, that it was 90% effective in preventing COVID. The FDA in the U.S. set a minimum effectiveness bar at 50%, so this breaks that bar. Um, they've, uh, they still have work to do. Uh, they are not finished with the two-month uh, minimum that is required by the FDA, uh, so that's because the most dangerous side effects are uh, said to occur within the two months, two months of getting the injection. Uh, the, the data won't be completed until near the end of November. Uh, so it's positive news so far, but you know we have to watch and make sure that it, it still stays that way uh, uh, towards the end of this month. Um, so that's a good news story. I know it's not my positive news for the day, but it is a positive story that I'm starting with nonetheless. Um, so the study itself is said to not going to be considered to be uh, done until it has a record, a record of 164 cases of COVID-19 among all the volunteers. So they really want to get into these numbers and make sure that it is as, uh, um, effective as they say and then um, Pfizer would be able to start uh, making copies of it if you will um, so Pfizer says that after after they do it um, it's going to take them a couple months but then they'll be working towards being able to uh, produce it on a level that will uh, be distributed throughout uh, the country and hopefully the world. Um, so the second story is going to tie right in with that, so this is why I did it. Um, so I know the big story is about Biden being the next president-elect, but instantly one of the first things he's done is he's named 13 health experts to his transition COVID-19 advisory board. He just did that this morning. Um, so they are uh, including former FDA administ administration commissioner, Dr. David Kessler, uh, San Francisco former Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, and Dr. Marcella Nunez-Smith, an associate professor of medicine and epidemiology at Yale. Uh, they're going to, he says, and I quote, the advisory board will help shape my approach to managing the surge in reported infections, ensuring vaccines are safe, effective, and distributed efficiently, equitably, and free, and protecting at-risk populations. All right, so we know recently there has been some turmoil from our current president with his, I guess I will just say his severe dislike for Dr. Fauci who he's called an idiot and a disaster and suggested that he might fire him after the election. Um, and also that, you know, 
uh, a former campaign guy for Trump and Steve Bannon even went as far as to threaten beheading for uh, Fauci. So let's just say that's not a good thing. Um, we know that the infections are at an all-time high in the U.S. with the the infections topping 100,000 a day. And that's been happening basically every day for this past week. There's uh, 238,000 Americans, or roughly, that have died from it. So, you know, this is still the biggest... Um, need at the moment like the most pressing need there's so many other pressing needs that that we need in this country but this is the one that if we can't even get this done then we'll never be able to uh get the other ones done so uh also related to this we know that um more members of the white house administration staff cabinet members are um testing positive and just today ben carson has tested positive at the super spreader event where i believe it's mark meadows who um is the head, chief of staff I, I believe he was at the party covid uh covid positive without wearing a mask at this party and passed it around and ben ben carson now has it there's probably going to be others who have it so even throughout all of this, there's still no no care and concern and no desire to stop the spread of COVID-19 coronavirus within the White House administration. Um, it is really mind-blowing, and uh, I don't understand it. So back to the, the main part of the story. Uh, so Pfizer... They're expecting to have 50 million doses of the new vaccine by the end of 2020. That's enough for basically 25 million people. And in 2021, the company expects to uh, be able to produce 1.3 billion doses. So, the new incoming president is not going to have support, most likely, from the outgoing president. So, he is working to make certain that he can get all uh, of this together so that when he's set to go, um, they can hit the ground running and not have to play catch-up. We will see how that goes. We know what coronavirus has done. We have a new president. Hopefully, we can get this. Well, new president-elect. He's not in there until January. So hopefully, we can at least start making strides into getting a uh, better plan and a better day ahead of us concerning COVID-19. There's lots of other work to be done, like I said, but we have to start here because this is um, incredibly important right now to the world. And there are other things that are equally important, but um, we may not be able to handle those until we get this one more under control. All right, that's the news. I'll be back in just a moment with some positive news for the day. My first positive news story comes from the world, and it is a 
UNESCO report released this last month that shows 180 million more girls have enrolled in primary and secondary education compared to a generation ago. All right, so over the last 25 years, the the number of girls being educated around the world has risen to 89%, which is a 16% increase since 1995. So that is a big jump. Um, the, uh, the UN group in a press release said, we all know that education is the cornerstone of equality and the education of girls and women is the first step, step towards a more gender equal, gender equal world. All right. So what does that mean? It means that, uh, women in particular have been shunned in education worldwide and they are finally starting to be more educated uh, or get the opportunity rather to be more educated um, and this will set forth what the the, like the the pay gaps we have the put in positions of power gaps that we have and um, it can you know now I mean in the US for the first time ever we have a woman vice president and you know aside from of course the fact that she is um uh black and uh indian she is um i mean the first female vice president in the history of our nation so we're just finally getting there all right so um since 1995 the global rate of uh girls increased from 73 to 89 with the biggest improvements in sub-Saharan Africa, Southern Asia, and especially in India. All right, so that is some good news. Let's hope that continues. Let's hope what we really see is not just the fact that those numbers jumped, but the numbers that are going to be tied to those, like I said, are the pay gaps that we have and the um, job gaps that we have and um, you know positions of power or you know, and um, CEOs and things of that nature as well. And it's not just those positions, it's positions all across the board. Let's get rid of the discrimination and let's put the best person in a position to succeed, all right? It doesn't have to be best man, no, nor best woman, it's just the best person to succeed. All right, my second positive story comes from a young man with down syndrome who was the first person ever to come first person with down syndrome to complete an Ironman triathlon his name is Chris Nikic I hope I'm pronouncing the last name correct and he's 21 years old from Maitland Florida and uh, so he's had quite the struggles in his life he had open-heart surgery at five months old he was not able to walk until age four or eat solid foods until age five uh, he had four major ear operations at age 17, and even as his age now, he struggles with balance, slow reaction time, and low muscle tone. But when he's told he can't do something, he says, watch me, and I'm going to prove you wrong. So last year, he started training for the triathlon, and he, you know, first back in May, he completed a uh, uh, a half Ironman competition, and now 
he just completed the full one. And the full Ironman competition is a race that includes 2.4 mile swim, a 112 mile bike ride, and a 26.2 mile run. Wow. So the Ironman organization made a post on Instagram and it says, Congratulations, Chris, on becoming the first person with Down syndrome to finish an Ironman. You have shattered barriers while proving without a doubt that anything is possible. And, you know, he has been training for uh, basically a year. His father told him that, you know, maybe you should go for that. And he did. And he has his, um, his coach and a Special Olympics partner. And they've been uh, working with the philosophy of just get 1% better every day. So Chris says, it's easy to be successful because I only need to get 1% better each day. He's uh, now gives motivational speeches on that topic, and he's going to continue challenging himself with bigger goals. And he said, it's time to set a new and bigger goal for 2021. He wrote this on his Instagram. Whatever it is, the strategy is the same. 1% better every day. Yes, I did the work, but I had angels helping me. God surrounded me with angels. Best part of all, new family and friends. All about awareness and inclusion. Awareness for Down Syndrome and Special Olympics, inclusion for all of us with all of you. Congratulations, young man. You are the first ever with Down Syndrome to complete an Ironman. And uh, that is an amazing task. Great for you. Great for your family. I wish you more success. All right, I'm going to come back in just a moment. And I will give you your positive step for the day. All right, it's time for your positive step of the day. So I I know I talked about your celebration for, you know, if you were voted for the president-elect, but that only pertains to you know, people in the U.S. who voted for that. There are still plenty of other ways to celebrate. You know, you may have had a great weekend wherever you are. Um, so celebrate that too. I hope you did. But there is still so much work to be done in this world. And this step is going to be not just singular for you. It's going to be for uh, hopefully a group of you. All right. So it is very important that we continue to push forward to change the world for the better and not just for ourselves individually but collectively so I want you to start networking find people who are like-minded who are willing to you know put in some work willing to help each other to find a better way to help your community uh, you can have really lofty goals and say help the world you, but uh, start in your community. See if there are some ways you can get a group of your, you and friends or family together to just start making some small changes. And it could be simple ones of, you know, uh, helping at a homeless shelter or soup kitchen, or it can be what are some policies in your in your community that are in need of changing that are going to be beneficial to people. Um, you know, this could be so many different things, but sometimes we take the task on of doing it by ourselves. And I'm telling you, to make it a more fulfilling opportunity 
a more positive opportunity. Get some like-minded individuals with you and work together, okay? That's a big step. It's a big positive step in change. And it's a big positive step in realizing that sometimes you need help and that's okay. Get a group, get a team, whatever you want to call yourselves, cooperate, push forward together. You got it, okay? All right. I look forward to hearing some stories. I'll be back in just a moment with your positive quote for the day. It's time for your positive quote. The positive quote today comes from Ryonosuke Akutagawa, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. All right, Ryonosuke Akutagawa. He was a Japanese uh, writer, and he is uh, said to be the father of the Japanese short story. And a premier literary award is named after him. All right, so his quote goes like this. Individually, we are one drop. Together, we are an ocean. One more time. Individually, we are one drop. Together, we are an ocean. All right, so what is that saying? Simply the fact that Uh, We work so much better sometimes when there are more of us working towards the same goal, okay? We, like I said before, sometimes we try to take so much on ourselves and um, it's better sometimes to share that with a group of like-minded people so we can all move forward together. And when you have a greater group, you may be able to affect more change in a greater way because now we're all like-minded individually uh, or individuals rather moving to to accomplish the same goal so it's harder to ignore a group of people than it is to ignore an individual all right we can push for that change we can reach that change because individually we are one drop together we are an ocean and let's be an ocean of change Thank you very much for making it through this episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Facebook at The Daily Optimist Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Daily Opt Pod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. If you ever want to tell me your stories, your favorite quote or anything like that, you can email me. I am thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com, thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com. So please smash that subscribe button. Pew, 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 pew. All right, uh, enough of that. So I say that three things, all right? Rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that other people can find it. Subscribe so you never miss it. And share with somebody who needs a little optimism and positivity in their day. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, everybody, please be well.